Frank Sinatra is sitting at a bar with Jackie Gleason. Gleason turns to him and says, have you ever tried Jack Daniels? Sinatra does, and he falls in love with it. And he starts telling everyone he knows about it, including audiences. From the stage, he calls it the nectar of the gods and the best booze in the world. You have to pay big money for that kind of celeb exposure today. Sinatra was buried with a bottle of Jack, a pack of cigarettes, a lighter, and 10 dimes. I'm Jason Epperson, and this is the See America podcast. From coast to coast, we see America one mile at a time, discovering stops along the way that are eclectic, historic, ridiculous, breathtaking, inspiring, and humbling. This week, the Jack Daniels Distillery in Lynchburg, Tennessee. This great destination is brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Road Trippers helps people discover the world around them in an entirely new way by streamlining discovery, planning, booking, and navigation. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. Old number seven, as it's called, is like Sinatra in many ways. Each note is crafted with precision and authenticity. There's no BS. Anything more than the bare minimum to churn out perfection is too much. Jack Daniels starts out as a mash that is 80% of the highest quality corn possible, 12% barley and 8% rye. The ample amount of rye rounds out the sweetness from the corn with robust pepper and spice and just enough malt brings it all together with a creamy smoothness. The recipe has always been the same. Distillation begins by mixing the grains with the iron-free water from the same source that it's always been made from, the Cave Spring Hollow, which delivers 800 gallons of 56-degree water from miles below the Earth's surface every minute. Jack Daniel purchased the hollow and its surrounding land in order to distill with the clean, pure spring water, The cave's layers of limestone naturally impart a variety of minerals, and the limestone removes the iron from the water, which is no good for distillation. Every bottle of Jack Daniels sold around the world is made with water from this source. Just like a baker makes sourdough bread, a fermented starter mash is mixed with the new mash in a large copper still made to exact specifications, and rather than double or triple distillation, they vaporize and condense the whiskey only once. It's then filtered or mellowed through charcoal. This is the part of the process that makes Jack Daniels a Tennessee whiskey instead of a bourbon. The company makes its own charcoal three days a week, three times a day. They stack pallets of hard sugar maple five feet high and douse them in raw, unaged whiskey before setting the wood ablaze. They don't want it to be contaminated with petroleum products. The blaze gets up over 2000 degrees before burning down into smoldering embers. Once the charcoal is cooled, it's ground, and then the clear, unaged whiskey, drop by drop, crawls through 10-foot stacks of it, at a pace dictated by only gravity. It takes three to five days to complete the journey. Mellowing imparts smoothness and gives it a head start before heading to the barrels. Much of Jack's distinctive flavor and character comes from those handcrafted barrels, which are only used once. They're one of the only distilleries in the world that makes their own barrels. 
It's a difficult process, but it's part of what makes Jack unique. 33 separate wood staves of American white oak, no two the same size, are milled and pieced together by craftspeople and held together with six steel bands. The barrel's interior is then charred to coax the wood's natural sugars out and caramelize them. The whiskey is poured into the barrels, which are plugged with one swing of a mallet. It's then aged for at least four years, but the distillery doesn't use a calendar to know when it's done. Barrels age differently depending on where they're placed in the warehouse and the seasons. Jack Daniels is matured in uninsulated buildings. In the summer, warm weather forces whiskey into the cracks of the wooden barrel, and in the winter, it pushes it back out. It's a big part of how the whiskey gets its color and flavor. If it's ready at its initial four-year tasting, it'll get bottled. If not, it gets put back and tested at years five and six. The maximum time for maturation is eight years, because after that, whiskey starts to lose its sweetness. The barrels are never reused for Jack. Many go to Scotland to be used in the production of Scotch whiskey, and some are used to produce Jamaican rum or even Tabasco sauce. Others end up being cut in half and sold as planters. Jack Daniels may sound like a ubiquitous mass-produced brand, but it's always been made the same way, in the same place that it was made by the man whose name is on the label. With the story of Jack Daniel, the man, here's Abigail Trebu. has the slightest clue when Jasper Newton Daniel, or Jack as he became known, was born. His birth records were destroyed in a fire. September 1850 is inscribed on his tombstone, so the brand celebrates his life for a full 30 days each year. Jack was the youngest of 13 children, 10 of whom came from his birth mother, who eventually died. His father remarried, gaining Jack three more siblings. But Jack didn't get along with his stepmother, and after his father died in the Civil War, Jack ran away from home. Just a young teenager, Jack was taken in by Dan Call, a local preacher and moonshine distiller, and he began learning the trade. Though the style of distillation Jack Daniel would become known for was passed down for decades throughout the area, The largest influence on the future Jack Daniels brand was an enslaved black man, Call's master distiller, Nathan Nearest Green, who would go on to work for Daniel after emancipation. Jack entered into a long dispute with his siblings over his father's estate, and in 1875, he finally received an inheritance. He used the money to build a legal distilling business with Call, The label may say established and registered in 1866, but official registration documents show that the legal business was not established until 1875. Call left the business for religious reasons, and Daniel took over in 1884. He spent a princely sum purchasing the Cave Spring Hollow and surrounding land where the distillery is still located today. By the 1880s, Jack Daniels was one of 15 distilleries in the area. 
CE began using square-shaped bottles in 1897 with the design intended to convey a sense of fairness and integrity. The origin of the old number seven brand name was the number assigned to Daniel's distillery for government registration. He was forced to change the registration number when the federal government redrew the district and he became number 16 in District 5 instead of number 7 in District 4. However, he continued to use his original number as a brand name since his reputation already had been established. The temperance movement in Tennessee was beginning to hurt the whiskey and bourbon industry, and Jack Daniel needed to make a move. Dressed in his finest, as he often was, he showed up at the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair, where Jack Daniel's old number seven won the gold medal for the finest whiskey. Jack Daniel never married, and he did not have any known children. He took his nephews under his wing, and as his health began to deteriorate, he handed the distillery over to them. Daniel died in 1911 from blood poisoning. Some say that the infection began in one of his toes, which Daniel injured one early morning at work by kicking his safe in anger when he could not get it to open. He was said to always have had trouble remembering the combination. Tennessee passed a statewide prohibition law in 1910, effectively barring the legal distillation of Jack Daniels within the state. The company challenged the law in a test case that eventually worked its way to the Tennessee Supreme Court. The court upheld the law as constitutional, so the company shifted its distilling operations to St. Louis, Missouri and Birmingham, Alabama. But none of the production from these locations was ever sold due to quality problems. They were halted anyway due to nationwide prohibition following passage of the 18th Amendment in 1920. While the passage of the 21st Amendment in 1933 repealed prohibition at the federal level, state prohibition laws, including Tennessee's, remained in effect, preventing the Lynchburg distillery from reopening. Lem Motlow, one of Jack's nephews and now the company's sole owner, had become a Tennessee state senator. He led efforts to repeal these laws, which allowed production to restart in 1938. But the Jack Daniels distillery ceased operations again from 1942 to 1946, when the U.S. government banned the manufacture of whiskey due to World War II. Motlow resumed production of Jack Daniels in 1947, after good quality corn was again available. He died the same year, and the distillery was passed to his children who then sold it to the Brown Foreman Corporation in 1956. Jack Daniels' distillation process is called the Lincoln County process, but Lincoln County no longer exists. Moore County is now where the Jack Daniels distillery is located, and it's still one of Tennessee's many dry counties. Even though it's legal to distill it there, you can't buy Jack Daniels in stores in Moore County. However, a state law has provided one exception. A distillery may sell one commemorative product regardless of any county statutes. Jack Daniels Distillery now sells Gentleman Jack, Jack Daniels Single Barrel, the original number seven blend, and a seasonal blend all in rotation at the distillery's White Rabbit Bottle Shop. Visiting the distillery today is a fantastic experience as the company works hard to spread the message about its handcrafted legacy. Several tour options take you on a journey with the distillery's master storytellers, 
and end with a tasting in Historic Barrel House 1 through 14. Others offer food options at Miss Mary Bobo's Restaurant, a boarding house over a century old, where every meal is served with a warm Tennessee welcome and a glass of sweet tea. Reservations are recommended for both tours and dinner. If you really love Jack, you can order an entire barrel of whiskey at your visit for only $10,000. After hand-selecting your own barrel, your preferred whiskey gets bottled and shipped to your local liquor store on a pallet. One barrel fills about 240 customizable bottles. Each person who buys a barrel gets their name engraved on the wall of the Jack Daniels Personal Selection Room in Lynchburg. This episode of See America was hosted by me, Jason Epperson, and narrated by Abigail Trebu. If you like the show, we'd love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'd also like to invite you to follow the See America podcast on Instagram and Facebook and join the See America Facebook group, where we chat about some of America's greatest road trip destinations. If you're a national park lover, we hope you'll also check out the America's National Parks podcast or come listen to Abigail and me talk about our life on the road with our three boys on the RV Miles podcast. This great destination was brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. <laughs>